0: Discover how to live the abundant life in Christ through the good news of the kingdom from Embassy of Life Chapel. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to live a victorious life in Christ. God bless you as you listen.
1: hello and welcome to excel today i trust that you've had a fruitful week it's always a joy to share fellowship with you in god's word and i know that your life is never going to be the same this is excel today and it's a platform ordained by god to equip and empower you with wisdom and insight from scripture for a life of all-round success and excellence in jesus precious name if you are here for the first time i encourage you share the link with as many people as possible let them be blessed and enriched by the ministry of god's word why don't you pray with me? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the joy of fellowship in your word. As we behold you, we are changed from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of our Lord. Thank you, Father, that there is grace upon my lips to communicate your word with simplicity and with understanding. And thank you that everyone watching this broadcast or may do so thereafter is touched and empowered by the anointed word for a life of increased success and fruitfulness. In Jesus' precious name amen and amen well we are on a series that are broadly captioned run to win that is our text in first corinthians chapter 9 verse 24 he said do you realize that everyone in a race runs but only one gets a prize so run to win so run to win that is the title of the series run to win we said that life is a race and everyone is required to run But not everyone runs to win. The Bible says in Hebrews 12:1, he said, Wherefore we also are seeing we also are surrounded by a great cloud of witness that has laid aside every weight, and the sin which doeth so easily beset us. Let us run with patience the race set before us. There's a race before you, and you are obliged, you are instructed by God to run to win. Paul tells us. There are two ways people can run. They can run in vain or they can run to win. And I am challenging you through God's word that you make up your mind and you take steps in that will help you to be able to run the race of life and not just run in vain, but run to win. How can we run the race of life? How can we run the race of purpose? How can we run the race of ministry? How can we run the race of family in order to win? We established that there are three things that are foundational. One, We need to know who to run with. If you are going to run the race of life to win, we need to know who to run with. We need to know what to run after and much more. We need to understand the laws that govern success in the race of life. The Bible said, if a man strives for the mastery, he is not given the crown unless he does so lawfully. So, there are laws that governs the race of life. In every game, there are laws. And if you learn to play by the rules of the game, you are a success. you are crowned a champion. But the moment you ignore the rules, there is no way, no matter your talent, no matter your skill, there is no way you can become all that you need to become as far as a game is concerned. You may be talented, you have the capacity to win, but when you ignore the laws, there is no way you are going to uh, be able to crown a champion. And so, we said, number one, we need to to know who to run with and we said we need to run with God and number two we need to run with others and that is where we are presently looking at run with others and this is run with others the fourth part of it we looked at the priority of relationships and the run with others we looked at the power of relationships and the run with others and then we've also looked at the people we must relate with and the run with others presently we are looking at the protocols that govern success in our relationships with others, if you are going to connect with others and get the most out of our relationship with others, then we need to understand the protocols and apply ourselves to the same. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 26, this is what the Bible says. It says, The righteous choose their friends carefully, but the way of the wicked leads them astray. And Proverbs 18, 24, he says, A man who has friends must himself be friendly if you are going to be able to connect with others you need to connect you need to be friendly there is a certain posture there are protocols that must be observed if you must get the best out of relationships and in this context I'm basically looking at how to connect and maintain profitable relationships. the protocols I'll be considering are related to these ones and I said last week that I'm looking at it in a general context first of all i said that if you are going to be able to connect with others and get the best out of it we need to understand the various relationships all relationships are not the same jesus had three levels of relationships in the temple the ancient temple of solomon it had the outer court it had the holy place it had the holy of holies and it's the same to the same can be seen of our relationships there are some relationships they are holy of holy relationships your relationship with your spouse is a holy of holy relationships your colleagues may be outer court relationships, and then of course there are holy of holy relationships. So there are different levels. Jesus had the twelve disciples. He had the three, and then he had the one. John the beloved was the closest. Peter, James, and John were next, and then the remainder of the nine came. So we looked at that last week. Today we are going to continue as we look at practical ways to connect and maintain profitable relationship. Practical ways to connect with people and also maintain profitable relations. What I realized is that there are people in our world of social media where we are given all kinds of tools to be able to easily connect with people. A lot of people are getting better at probably connecting with people on social media. But when we meet physically, many people can simply connect with people in person. It's great to learn to connect with people on social media, but it is much more important to know how to relate with people when you meet them personally. Sometimes you, some people are very nice and sometimes others can be very nasty, even on social media. But when we meet people, We have the opportunity to show them the character we carry, what we see. There are more things we can see when we meet people physically than when we connect with them on social media. And whichever platform you are on, if it's social media or in person, I want to be able to put in your hands practical keys from God's word that will help you to be able to connect meaningfully and purposefully with others so that you can move your life from your present state to the next level that God has ordained you to get to so last week i started with one practical ways to connect and maintain profitable relationship we start on one and that was if you are going to connect with other people and maintain profitable relationships, the first thing we need to do is to view everyday encounters or interactions with people as divine appointments. View everyday interactions, whether at the airport, at the market, in your lecture hall, on your way to the market, whatever. In the mall, wherever you meet people, meet people, view your encounters with people as divine appointments. In a new month, God is going to bring people your way. You are going to meet people from all kinds of places and in all kinds of places. You need to understand that people don't just walk in and out of your life accidentally. Everything is ordained by God to happen. The Bible said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord and he delighted in his way. And the same can also be said of the stops of a good man. Not only does God order our steps by ordering our steps, he can also order our stops. I remember an incident that happened. Paul and his missionary team wanted to go to one place like that, Bethania, to preach the gospel there. The Spirit of God did not allow them. They wanted to go to Macedonia. The Spirit of God didn't allow them. Eventually, they saw they had a vision of a man calling them to Macedonia. And when they responded to that call, eventually a church called the church of philippi was born and the rest is history that church was the first church in europe and that church has impacted the world globally through uh, the gospel that first came into that place that was the steps of paul and his team were stopped but they were stopped into divine purpose Sometimes we are, there are things we desire to have and sometimes we are rob them. Sometimes there are people we try to connect with, we are not able to connect with them. But God has a purpose for our relationships. That is the underlying thing I want you to appreciate. Our steps are divinely ordered. Things do not happen. There are no accidents in the life of a believer. Everything has is working in synergy with God's master plan and program for your lives. The Bible says all things... Work together for the good of those who love God and are the called according to his purpose. So first and foremost, view everyday encounters with people as divine appointment. Number two is that apart from everyday encounters, interaction with people as divine appointment, you have to see value in people. See value in people. That's where I start from. See value in people. View everyday encounters with people as divine appointment. See value in people. See value in people. You will never connect with people until you see value in them. There are people who, they think relationships don't matter because they don't see value in people. They think they can accomplish all that they want to accomplish by themselves. But God sees value in people. He understands your need for people. In fact, Genesis 2 verse 18, he said, God saw that it is not good for man to be alone. And we should not just view this text in the context of marriage. It means much more than that. Eve was not just given to Adam just to be a life mate. He, she was given as a companion and the companionship we all need. Everybody needs a companion. Everybody needs somebody they can gel with. Everybody needs somebody they can rub their minds with. Iron sharpens iron. See value in people. See value in people. People are one thing you will always, always, always need. God has and will always work through men. One of the texts that I discovered last week that ministers so much to me is the fact that people are the hand of God. People are the hand of God. You are praying that the hand of God will manifest in your life. How will it manifest? God manifests his hand in our lives through people. The people he uses, the people he brings in our lives, the people we take the time to connect with, those are the people that God uses to establish our destiny. You have to understand that success is connected to people. You can't succeed alone. A successful lawyer is connected to several clients. A successful medical doctor has several patients. Success is connected to people. A successful pastor is connected to several churches and several ministers. That is key. Success is connected to people. Anywhere you see someone succeed, he's connected to several other people learn to be accessible don't live your life like a hermit or a recluse learn to connect with people and you see the life-changing impact that can make in your life as well as you can make in other lives number three is that be alert to people around you anywhere you find yourself be alert and alive to people around you anywhere you find yourself anywhere you find yourself Be sensitive to people watch out for people i like the man joseph joseph's ability to connect with people from all backgrounds and in different circumstances helped him to be able to become the kind of person that god will have him be he having committed no crime he was uh, jailed and placed in the prison but when he got into the prison the man was not just grieving He was alert to the needs of people around. Let's look at Genesis chapter 40, verse 5 to 7. Then the butler and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were confined in the prison, had a dream. Both of them, each one's dream in one night and each man's dream with its own interpretation. And Joseph came into them in the morning and looked at them. Look at that. He came in the morning and looked at them. When you meet people, do you look at them? When you meet people, do you make a moment, do you take a moment to pause and to look at them, to consider them? The Bible says, he came in in the morning and looked at them and saw that they were sad. When people are depressed, when people are going through difficulty, can you even see it? Can you discern it? It's always, always important that we take a moment to be alive and alert to people around us this is critical. If you are going to connect with people in a meaningful way, if you are going to connect with people in a life-changing way, you have to always be alert and alive to people around you wherever you find yourself. He came into the prison having been falsely accused of rape, having been falsely jailed. He came into the prison in the morning, looked at his colleagues in the prison and realized that things were not normal. They were not looking fine. And look at what he said. So he asked pharaoh's officers who were with him in the custody of his lord said why do you look so sad today amazing why do you look so sad today sometimes we see people around us and we don't even bother to check up on them hello hi how are you doing how do you feel take a moment you are such some people are just too much in a hurry to to enjoy god's blessings and to see the things god has ordained for your life you need to learn to pause life is not lived in a hurry the Bible says we have to run with patience. The race set before us. If you learn to be a bit patient, there are people that we can connect with that will move us, or we would we can possibly be used of God to move them to a better state in their lives. Joseph met them. Joseph was in prison. His deliverance from prison was connected to these people, but it all began when he took some moment and became alert and alive to their needs. If you are not connected with them, if you are not spoken with them, if you had been hostile to them in the prison, I don't, I don't know how, what would have happened, but it's most probable that he wouldn't have learned about their dream, they wouldn't have known about his uh, ability to interpret dream, which eventually was a gift that brought him into the palace and the throne of Egypt as a prime minister. That is how powerful a moment of pause A moment of uh, being alert and alive to others. A moment to go in your way to engage others. That is how powerful that can be in a person's life. Number four, the fourth thing that is critical which we need to learn to do is to be courageous to initiate relationship with people. This is a real deal when it comes to relationship. Be courageous to initiate relationships with people. The Bible says, Proverbs 18, 24, a man who has friends must himself be friendly. A man who has friends must himself be friendly. If you are going to connect with people, stop waiting for them to connect with you. Start taking the steps to connect with them. Take the initiative. To take the initiative means that you begin it. You start it. You you start the process. You don't wait for people to come to you. You go to people. You invade their space. You you engage them. You go out of your way to engage them. You, You come out of your shield. You come out of yourself. And then you begin to engage people. It's always, always important. Listen, valuable relationships, relationships that will change your life for good. People that God has wired to move you to the next level. Such people will really come to you. The people who would change your life for good are people you have to chase. If you are not willing to pursue them, there is no way you can really enter the next level as far as relationship is concerned. Many people have fears. There are many fears in life. And one of the fears people have is relational. They call it relational fear. Relational fear is uh, people's fear of being rejected. Sometimes you are trying to communicate with somebody. Sometimes it may even have happened in your life before. You tried connecting with somebody and you didn't get a very favorable response. And since that day, you have vowed, I will never go out of my way to connect with another person. No, never, never, never let one negative incident become a pattern of behavior, a pattern of life. One person was bad, nasty to you. It doesn't mean that everybody is going to be nasty to you. Sometimes three people can be nasty to you in a row, but the fourth person will be your miracle person. And so it's very, very important that we learn not to make permanent decisions over momentary heads. It's always, always critical. Take the initiative, be courageous. And I'm using the word courageous because we are all afraid of reaching out to people. You are afraid of being rejected. You are, f- you are afraid of being misunderstood. You are afraid of being misjudged. Your motives may be questioned. I'm, when I begin to reach out and I ask her, maybe she may think that I'm interested in her. Let her think what she wants to think. What God thinks is what is most important. And you have a purpose in mind. You are trying to connect. You are not trying to woo her. That should be your motive. Don't allow what people think. The negative thoughts people have shape your life make sure you are guided by scripture and then you go out of your way to do what God wants you to do one of the things Jesus mastered very well was the act of relating with people Jesus was a master at connecting with people and he connected to people from all backgrounds he spoke to fishermen he spoke to task collectors everywhere he went where the people were that's where Jesus was Jesus took the time to connect he took the courage to connect with people, sometimes strangers. Imagine him sitting at the well. The text we read last week, sitting at the well, a Samaritan woman comes and he goes out of his way to engage a Samaritan woman. In any case, they had no dealings. The woman later on told him that you Jews and Samaritans have no dealings and I'm a female and you are a male. So that the barriers are too many. But Jesus ignored all of those limitations. he risked rejection in order to bring salvation and deliverance to a woman who was desperately in need of salvation. You will never know what God can use you to do and accomplish in another person's life if you, you will be courageous enough to let go of your fear of rejection, of your fear of being understood, of your anxiety in order to connect with people. Never forget, fear is not from God. The Bible tells us in the book of 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, for God had not given us the spirit of fear, when you have fear, it is not coming from God. Fear is from the devil. And God has not given us, but he has given us the spirit of power, of boldness, of love, and of a sound mind. Allow that spirit to work in you. Allow that spirit to bear courage in you as you take steps to connect with people in a meaningful way, in a life-changing way. That is... Very foundational. And then as I close, let me share number five with you, which is to be approachable and accessible to people. Be approachable and accessible to people. If you are going to connect with people, to people in a meaningful way, you have to learn to be approachable and accessible. Approachable and accessible. Look at what the Bible says in Proverbs eighteen twenty-four. He says, a man who has friends must show himself friendly show yourself friendly, be approachable. You are not, you are, you're not able to connect with others and have build meaningful relationship if you don't make yourself approachable. Some of us are too moody. We blame it on our temperament. We, we have all kinds of excuses. Listen, what you stand to lose when you fail to connect with other people is far greater than what you gain when you you feel all pompous all prideful and you are unable to connect with other people so please make a quality decision this year beginning from this new month that you are going to make yourself approachable one great way to make yourself approachable is to wear a smile on your face every time as much as possible learn to be cheerful have a cheerful look have a cheerful position be optimistic about life have a positive posture towards life people would naturally gravitate towards a person like that wear a tearful smile. one of the disciplines I've learned to to have in my life is to always take a photograph with a smile I don't I don't care how it looks out but I always want even sometimes when I go to uh, I'm taking a passport size picture where they insist that you shouldn't smile I I, I just want to smile why because that is a good posture towards life it relaxes people and it makes people people find you attractive in fact i said here a cheerful smile makes you attractive and approachable you may not look beautiful in your eyes don't forget beauty lies in the eyes of the beholder but if you learn to wear a cheerful smile you will always appear much finer better and approachable it's always always important Endeavor to walk in joy. Endeavor to smile at people at all times. Life is too difficult to be moody. Life is too boring for you to be a source of worry to other people. Be intentional about it. Reach out to people. When you meet people on the street, open up to them. When you meet people in the walkway, open up to them. Smile all the time. Smiling, keeping a smiley face will always make you approachable and that is critical if you are going to connect with people don't forget the first stage is connecting with people and then the second stage is maintaining the relationship and that's what we are looking at under protocols for profitable relationship how do we connect with people and how do we maintain profitable relationship these are things we need to learn scripture guides us practically how to do that and today what we've captured so far essentially has to do with viewing relationships practical ways five of them is what we've touched on today practical ways to connect and maintain profitable relationships number one we must view everyday encounters and interaction with people as divine appointment number two we must see value in people see value in people value people woe unto him that is alone it's a curse to be alone that was the first message i actually preached When I became CCF president 2004 on Tech Campus, that was the first message i preached woe unto him that is alone and then of course we have to after seeing value in people we need to be alert and alive to people around us anywhere we are anywhere people around us we need to be sensitive to their needs we need to reach out to them and find out what's what's up with their lives and then number four we must be courageous to initiate relationships with people don't wait for people to come to you Take the steps to come to you. The people you are waiting on to come to you are also waiting that you come to them. So why don't you take the steps and, and be the first to initiate the relationship. Be the first to ask a person his name. Be the first to say hello. Be the first to connect with someone. And then, of course, number five is be approachable and accessible to people. Be approachable. Don't be too hard on yourself and don't live like a monk. Be accessible. Be approachable. Be open so that people can connect with you and you also can connect with others because in relationships is your success, in your re- in relationships is your prosperity, in your relationships is the fulfillment of your purpose. I trust that this broadcast has been a great blessing to you and we look forward to having you join us same time next week as we continue on this epi- exciting episode of a Run With Others. God richly bless you. Till I see you same time next week, remain blessed and maximize the grace of God. I love you. If you want to accept Jesus and make him your Lord and Savior, you want to say this prayer after me. Mean every word and then believe it in your heart. Say, Lord Jesus, I confess that you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe with my heart that you died and rose again for me. By my belief, I am justified. And by my confession, I am saved. Thank you for saving me in Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. If you pray that prayer in faith, you are a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. God bless you. We we'll look forward to having you join us again and again. We are blessed.
0: We believe you've been blessed by the teaching of God's word. To get a copy of other messages from this church, kindly subscribe to Paul Oseyal Apwaka Audio Podcast via Podcast Addict Google Podcasts podbean and apple Podcasts. share your testimonies with us on 020-422-5790 or email us at embassyoflivechapel at gmail.com get interactive with pastor afwakwa on facebook instagram and x for more information visit our website at www.embassyoflife.org fellowship with us this and every sunday our good news service at our headquarter church. Our first service is from 6.30am to 8am Second service 8.30am to 10.30am and on Wednesdays for our discovery service which is from 6pm to 8pm. Our church auditorium is located on the top floor of Nanama Ejakoma Plaza, opposite the Unity Oil Station, Santasi Runabout Kumasi, Ghana. Alternatively, you can join us online for our services on Embassy of Life Chapel, Facebook, or YouTube pages. God richly bless you.